special is in the air here. Long. Games. Brees Hall over the right side, powering in, touchdown Cyclones. Out to the 10, to the left side, to the 5, touchdown! Oh my goodness, what a touch by Wall! Welcome back to another Just of Sound the Sirens. I'm your host, Thomas Ornis, and today we're talking about the preview to West Virginia. Um, about to... Head to, head that way actually a couple yeah. hours from now. Got your you got you have to buy a banjo on the way, right? Yep. If you're gonna fit in a Morgantown. Yeah, Barry grow, uh, grow a beard in the next twenty four hours. Yeah, Barry's not bringing. I'm not not sure if Barry's bringing his uh, mattress on top of the car <laughs> or not. Like last time, I went on a road trip with him, but yeah, it'll be, it's a it's a mat, like looking to West Virginia. They're very like uh, up and down team to say the least. Uh, they lost a. I looked up. They lost a Maryland. Yeah, and, and then a couple weeks later, they Iowa put like fifty five up on Maryland on the road. So, and they also lost to Baylor by twenty, and uh, and Daner beat Oklahoma. Bain, yeah, Bain. so I don't really know what like to, what, what will be interesting to see what West Virginia team we see, and especially being on the road, it's a tough hostile crowd. But looking, Texas Tech won at West Virginia. Yeah, and uh, they just Texas Tech just fired their head coach. Yeah. This week so it's uh yeah i don't really know what to think of it i remember west virginia last year wasn't very impressed we were also at our very peak of just rolling through the big 12 last year with them being the last last uh, game of the year it was in this december it was a couple of days after my birthday because like before looking at that game during the off season I'm like man that's gonna be flashbacks of the drake game like we don't have turf <laughs> It's going to be a sloppy, but it was like 45 degrees and sunny, and it was a beautiful day, and we absolutely obliterated them. So hopefully we can do at least half of that on against West Virginia. So, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a tough place to, uh, for the team to get to. I think they have to fly into Pittsburgh and then drive down. Yeah, it's kind of like Waco with Dallas to Waco. Yeah, what do I envision every time you, you don't, you're too young to remember the Beverly Hillbillies, but for some reason I just envision that old pickup with all those people on top uh, in the uh, – in the old pickup on Beverly Hillbillies when I think of West Virginia. I don't know why. But. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, that's right. Some of the older guys will remember. You can look it up when, you get it, when we're done. Yeah, I think I, I listened to, tried to troll the West Virginia a little bit, and uh, not a lot of positivity in Morgantown right now. I mean, it just sounds like they're like, really excited about their team. They can't really – they can't decide if they're good or bad because – them almost beating Oklahoma at Oklahoma, and surely Spencer Rattler gets, was struggling. As the I think it was the week before, Caleb Williams came in there and kind of, but we thought turned around Oklahoma and Oklahoma damn near loses at Kansas. Yeah, Oklahoma is another. That's a podcast on its own. I so mean, like, man, they're a roller coaster. What right I now. like about us playing Oakley State pretty well, we there was really bad spots both ways, but we we beat them. We came out and beat them, and. Uh, and it's just it's nice for us to like we're picking up momentum. It's for October. We all know like a cliche thing, and be nice to it's the last for October to actually finish it off with the with another victory against West Virginia. And actually, I was looking back. This was like the game last time we played there was when Brees Hall came 
Right. About now. Yeah. That's when this, that was his first big the first game he got the most carries. They had one yeah. carry of the game before. Yeah. And uh, it'd be like that was his Okie State. Uh, Brock Brock versus Okie State came in and just just absolutely was fantastic. And we're like, man, we got another running back. Yeah. Because we're all worried about Dave Montgomery leaving and. Yeah, that's true freshman and skinny kid came out and absolutely ran all over West Virginia's defense. So And he is not skinny anymore. No. I mean, I saw your post that you put on Twitter about a picture of Brees, and it doesn't even look like the same person. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's, still, a, he's still got so the, thick. He's still got the breakaway speed, but, yeah, Dave yeah. Andrews, and they, he's gone to work in the gym, and he's still as good as advertised. Okie State had a really good defense last week, and uh, I think Brees will probably break through a lot more this week against West Virginia, but West Virginia supposedly has a good run defense too, but we hear that a lot. Like Kansas State was supposed to have a good run defense, and it took about Brees half a play to run all the way to the house. So hopefully that – like have one one of those plays in the first drives where we just shut up the crowd and like, oh, man, we got playing against a NFL running back this week. And, and Brock Purdy's playing like an NFL quarterback too, and – so is Char- Charlie Kohler's playing like a tight end. That should be in the league already. So, yeah, it's, we're we're peaking at the right time, I think, and it's just fun to watch. It's fun. It's not – Campbell likes to win in, his, like, very slow, boring ways. Like, Iowa State fans wants to be, like, throwing left and right. But we're just uh, – yeah, we're winning in exactly how Matt Campbell wants to win, and uh, I'm here for it. Yeah, he does – Camel likes to win in those boring ways. However, he doesn't recruit players that like to win in boring ways. Yeah. I mean, we have explosive guys, too, which, you know, Xavier showed that last week. Bree showed it against, many times Kansas, against Kansas State. Um, Brock is Brock, you know, shows that. So these are not your wideouts that are running a 4-9-40 because we, and we have to grind it out because we can't, we don't have any speed. We have plenty of speed, mm-hmm. and we've got a guys that are explosive. It's just when we get in the position where we know we can grind it out, Matt likes to likes yeah. to grind it out. Like so. last last week was Xavier game where he just what? is that off for a reason? Oh, it's whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, Xavier. He's like kind of peaking, like kind of a like, like oh sure, like last year he was the first team All Big Twelve, but like basically they gave well, he played had a great year last year. What I'm saying, but he's playing even better than last year. He's one of the players where we're like. We saw his ceiling, and we're seeing it because his route running is way better. Purdy's throwing right to him, like still like giving the chance to catch it, and like he's actually catching. And I like the Iowa game where he dropped a couple balls, but now he's like, man, he's we gotta appreciate Purdy. We gotta appreciate Xavier Hutchinson now because he's like I thought Xavier would be one of the players where he could take his uh, COVID year and come back next year, but the way he's playing right now. He might be playing on Sundays. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's a, you know, there's a lot of freak athletes in the in the league at the, at that size. So you know, he, it's going to be a bit. It's going to be a tough decision for him. It, we got a lot of football left ahead yeah. of us before he makes that decision. But you know, I if you watch the game <clears throat> Saturday, we're we're running a little like it's not even a bubble screen, I guess you could say. But he was one or two steps away from breaking a couple plays that we run for him. So. He's that he's an explosive guy. Um, I just don't know where he matches up NFL speed wise, but you know I don't really care at this point. Well, we I mean, said he, the same thing about Alan Lazard, like right. But well, like, we didn't. We like, didn't. We knew Allen wasn't. Allen was not. You know, they didn't have the breakaway speed. 
because they, you know, when they put him in the league, they tried to make him a tight end. Yeah. Obviously, he proved him wrong with that. He's also, but what got Allen on the field is, first of all, Aaron Rodgers really liked him because he would catch the ball, and he also was a really good blocker. Yeah, let's, so. which the NFL has got, like, they've gone from tight ends to just be receivers, and now the receivers are being, like, taking the tight right. end blocking, and that's, yeah. it was a perfect fit for, perfect scenario for Allen Lazard to come in at that, that time that I felt and also yeah. he's very good receiving too like and he also works really hard yeah. he's got the Iowa work ethic I mean he is you know really he's really made a name for himself and making himself a nice little living too yeah, yeah. other than his situation with COVID which we won't get into because I thought that was kind of silly but I don't even know what you're talking about all right I'll explain it this will be it's not like I'm not really having a huge opinion on this isn't this isn't a Tucker Carlson or anything, but like, <laughs> I hope not. Well, well like we're gonna lose a lot of listeners. So, like, uh, Devonta Adams, who's vaccinated, tested positive, but oh. since and Alan Zars are not vaccinated and tested negative, but still, since he was in the same room as a positive person, he can't play on Sunday. But, Contact tracing. Yeah, but he, even though he tested negative, and since he tested negative and he's not vaccinated, he doesn't get paid. But Devonta Adams, who tests positive, gets paid. So Allen's not vaccinated. No, no, doesn't get paid because he's not vaccinated. Oh my god! He doesn't, I, doesn't I, I, have, I didn't want to talk about it because we're going to go down the wrong rabbit hole. The only I will, reason, I'm going to have to start my own podcast to give you my opinion about this. The only reason I brought that up is because we're talking about Lazard, and yeah, I saw that well, today. So talking about West Virginia, I mean they're they're running two quarterbacks right now. Um, their first quarterback is Daigie, who um, West Virginia is self-describing as he's really good when he's in the pocket and has time. Well. We have a guy named Will McDonald that is going yeah. to probably make you move and a little bit. Jerry so, Singleton's back too. Which Jerry, is huge. Yeah, right. he's listed as number one on the depth chart again. So, um, Mr. Daggy might have a hard time standing in the pocket. I'm hoping because uh, their offensive line is a little suspect as well. Their their running backs are getting hit 0.2 yards past the line of scrimmage is the average oh, wow. of when they're getting hit when they hit the ball. So, um, I think. Um, J.R. Singleton's going to have fun. I think Will's going to have fun. Isaiah I'm hoping Lee. Uh, Isaiah Lee. I hope Mike Rose is healthy. Uh, regardless of that, we've got enough depth in the linebackers. I'm really not concerned about that. So if you look at their stats, Daigie has eight touchdowns and five interceptions. Not exactly a great ratio. Their other quarterback is Garrett Green, who is a run-first quarterback, and their coaches said the reason he's not starting is that he calls his own number too much. Oh, yeah. In other words, he doesn't hand the ball off on a read, and we'll keep it and try to run. He did have a 70-some-odd running. Um, he has a couple of long runs from scrimmage. One of them was against – who did they play? Baylor? Who did they yeah, play last? They all, yeah, Baylor. Yeah, Baylor. Yes, and so um, – but this is the stat that jumped out for Garrett Green to me. No passing touchdowns, no interceptions. Just couple, so, couple we're obviously, touchdowns. we're yeah. going to – he's not, you know – Obviously not the second coming of Brock Purdy, but he only has one sack, and Daggy has fifteen. Yeah, because so it's going to be last year. Will McDowell got to him like two or three times, and it was kind of ridiculous at some point. And it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be interesting how they try to figure that out. Yeah, it's just going to be one of those games. I think it'll either be like we're b way better than them and we just destroy them, or it'll be. Baylor thing like oh they're better than we thought and uh yeah we'll just be interesting to see but we're not like they almost beat Oklahoma yes but they're also like Oklahoma's very like 
based on how good their quarterback's playing. That's how good they play. And their defense, Oklahoma's defense, is not very good. And uh, obviously, they almost lost to Kansas for crying out loud, who we obliterated. And yeah. it'll be nice to see if, if we can get up a couple scores. I know, like, Campbell doesn't really like resting players, but, like, getting Anthony Johnson some rest. And get the young Mike guy. Mike Rose rest. Yeah, give the young guys some rest, but, too. like, I say that, but I like Mike Rose is still playing against Kansas when we we're up like forty-five. He's yeah, it wasn't, he up. wasn't dinged up though. I mean, I think Campbell, you know, at his press conference this week said it was nerve-related. You know, so did he get a stinger? Yeah, but, um, which Campbell is. Really, I don't think that's what it was. Personally, which Campbell but, does really well with like players who. Oh, are, he's a spin doctor with yeah. the <laughs> like players that were like looking forward to like the future. Like, look at the Purdy's first game. Dave Montgomery was hurt. And didn't play at all. Yeah. And we were, like, still, like, two and three. We're, like, what are we as good as what was last year a fluke? Were we not very good? And then Brock Purdy comes in. and. Well, but but I, when, I, when I was talking about Campbell, I mean, he's he is really good at, at giving us a lot of a lot of uh, smoke and no fire. I mean, yeah. he, he uh, doesn't tell us exactly what's going on. So, you know, everything that I'm going by is per, from personally having a shoulder injury playing football and watching – what happened to Mike on those two plays in the first quarter and then watching what they were t- why they took him out. So um, if he plays, this is my opinion, if he plays on Saturday at all, it's not as bad as what it possibly could be. Yeah. If he is out, that means the shoulder thing is more than what. Which was worries, what worries me is it was like the whole game last week. It wasn't just like one play, one time where he got hurt. It was kind of like lingering the whole game, but he right. was still – going out there because Mike Rose is a warrior and we really yeah. needed him. But hopefully we don't need him as much as we did last week yeah. in this game. Well, West Virginia, I know, talking, getting back to West Virginia a little bit, but they are, their secondary is not good. Really? Um, they brought in a, a transfer from Illinois State who was an all-FBS player, Charles Woods, um, who is I think is going to get a bigger role now. Um, but – yeah, I don't think uh, they brought. They have some super seniors back there that they thought were going to be really good, but they're really struggling right now. I think so. If they've got a if they've got a secondary that's struggling, and they've got an offensive line that's struggling, you know, then it's going to come down to their defensive line is pretty good. Well, how our offensive line does against them because I think they've got some super seniors on the defensive line, and so like they like you always say, it's going to be one in the trenches. It's going to be how well our offensive line plays, which I think Hufford and all those guys are playing really well right now. Um, for the most part, I think you know we're going to possibly be able to get a few more creases than we did against Oklahoma State. Because Eric Heft, I heard him interviewed this week, and Eric Heft talked to some Oklahoma State people, and they said that's the best Oklahoma State is Oklahoma State has played all year on last Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they, they, yeah, like they had two. Crazy throws. Yeah, but, I mean, that, overall, they said yeah. that's the best they, they've played. Their I defense, mean, they held, like, Brees had a couple of big runs, but they really held Brees to not one of those, not his worst games, but, like, production-wise, wasn't the best one. But yeah, when you don't have a hole to run, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not, you know, not everybody's David Montgomery where they can get a hit 20 times. He, yeah. I mean, not, I mean, so, anyway, I mean, I, I think, I think matchup-wise, it's probably pretty good. I mean, we can't let their running quarterback escape which i don't think we will um mevis still needs to be mevis we need to be you know he needs to you know when you're on the road you need your special teams to be excellent and we need to make sure his punting is excellent hopefully we don't punt but he you know that punting thing is a huge i mean we're talking i showed you i sent you that 
video yeah. on Twitter of the guy that had an 80-yard punt standing on the back of the end zone, and it lands on the opposite 18-yard line. Yeah. That is a weapon. Nevis' second or third punt was a 60-yarder. Yeah, like I mean, almost, if he can get consistent with that, I mean. Yeah, we almost stormed the field then. So we need to have a little lottery. You know, uh, Will McDonald needs one more sack to uh, um, break, to, to break uh, Bailey's. Bailey's record. So how long is that going to take this weekend? Is it going to be the first quarter, first half, whatever? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it could be the first play on West Virginia, or but. Yeah. yeah, so West Virginia also said that they have scored on six of their seven first first possessions this really? year. So that's going to be one thing to watch is that if we can if we get a three and out to start off, that's not going to be good news for them. But yeah, I mean, I was doing. I mean, I'm a numbers guy. I was just going through some of the numbers um, today just for the fun of it. And you know, we're uh, we're third in total defense nationally. We're fifth in the number of first downs we've given up. We're seventh in passing defense. Um, you know, those are some fantastic numbers. I mean, we are and we are ranked 10th nationally in the fewest amount of penalties. So, you know, I think we're playing pretty darn well right now. I mean, yeah, and we are. And we just have, I mean, it's just we can't get, if we don't give up the big mistakes like fumbles or pick sixes and yeah, block field goals, you know. It's been that way the whole time Campbell's been here. Whenever yeah. we don't make mistakes and make, you don't give up huge plays, we usually win. Yeah. Don't, it doesn't matter who we're playing. Like, we're yeah. playing. A, a playoff contender in Oklahoma, or we're playing against, we barely beat you and I, but like we just yeah. we won that way. It's not like we're gonna play Kansas every week and beat them by forty five like Bama does to every, every conference team. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a close game for most of the game, and we'll either break away or barely like we'll win, but in a Campbell way of like going by three or seven. But yeah, it's uh, the one might make my main concern is how healthy Anthony Johnson is because Anthony Johnson is not like Mike Rose where there's way much, way like depth of like cornerbacks that have been like very, very good behind him. Like, yeah, we got some young guys, but we got young guys, yeah. but they just don't have the, they don't have the experience. They don't have the reps because yeah. TJ Tampa is going to be a replacement for, uh, he's been the starting second uh, opposite side of Anthony Johnson, but he's just like any other freshman. You kind of just, He's still trying to figure it out. And there's yeah. Big 12 receivers are good as hell, too. And it's just – it's just well, a – and, and uh, TJ Tampa came in, like, as an athlete. We didn't know if he's going to be a receiver or a cornerback. We put him at cornerback, and he, he's he got the ceiling. And my question is, do we place – like, we do play Miles Purchase out there or, like, these stud, really, really talented freshmen that are already playing on special teams. But if we might come down to our – cornerbacks if anthony johnson's hurt and we have two of our other guys out there and i just hope they are up for the task and su- succeed and if they do we should win pretty com- comfortably yeah i mean amos and kamani king have shown that they're very capable i mean kamani king is hard to no. pick off a pass with with craig, one hand craig mcdonald craig safety. mcdonald's playing really well yeah so i mean yeah i mean i think i i'm not you know is there real besides I I can't think I honestly can't think of a single position where if that person goes down and he's done for the year we're in big trouble. Probably just Anthony Johnson. It's the only one. Maybe that's the only one maybe. that I can think of. Other, maybe I mean, Will McDonald. Too. We have a healthy Greg Eisworth. Yeah, I healthy, mean Anakshim Young. Yeah, like we have dudes too, but it's just the, that cornerback has been always the one where like it gets picked on most. Yeah, but yeah, we. Which will I don't think will be issued in the future with TJ Tampa and Miles Purchase being freshmen and they're going to grow into being all American type 
cornerbacks. But, mm-hmm. yeah, just that's my really only concern in this game is obviously special teams is was really good against Okie State, but it's, it hasn't been consistent for since Kirby Vandekramp has been here. So Well, I mean, they've got six total passing touchdowns. Yeah. So and we're court- not going against Tom Brady. Yeah. Let's so. just let's just hope not, and uh, let's just get the cyclone victory. It's gonna be a beautiful. Morgantown, I heard, is beautiful, and I'll. Thing for some reason, I, when I was a when I was a kid, my aunt lived in Morgantown. She taught at West Virginia, and I remember it was just a my and I was really young. Um, I just remember a lot of the um, history around that area because it's such an older state than Iowa is, and there was glass blowing. You know where they were making glass out of you know the way they used to make it and and um it was and there was a lot of history there too in that whole area so um it was a it's i think it's that i haven't taken you guys there to enough to appreciate the history of the revolutionary war in that area um enough so i'm hoping you get to see that a little bit because it's a um part of the country that i haven't been at for years but you know when you look at the the towns that The when the years they were established in Iowa versus the years they were established out there, yeah. I mean, like a lot of the towns around here were established in what the eighteen fifties, mm-hmm. and some of those were established in the sixteen fifties. I mean, yeah. so um, there's yeah, it should be fun. I mean, I'm kind of jealous of you going. I'm not jealous if you're riding in the car for that long. Trust yeah. me, but um, I'm hoping the weather cooperates and you come home with a with a W. Should no, be fun. You got to have talk trash. I hate to, to bring our, this up, but it was the last time I went that direction, it was for the UAB game. The UAB game in Kentucky and the, the that I mean that more the direct direction was right. the Aaron Craft game. Yeah, Dayton, Ohio. That's yeah. the last time. Well, I hope it's it probably like no matter what happens, this game won't be as half as crappy as that was because yeah, that was brutal. That was I don't it think was fun. That was a, it was a good time. I mean, but I mean, I don't really ever want to go back to Dayton, Ohio again. But it was uh, you know a couple of really good teams and. That was that was a fun trip. Regardless, I mean, you, you, we had me and you and your your brothers all went and had to drive home in a blizzard. Yeah, we can, we might do a podcast on that. Oh, we got a lot of basketball season. to talk about eventually. Yeah, so in the off season, but yeah, what's yeah. your what do you think score predictions? I know yeah. we're never right with this, but I was pretty I was decently close for Kansas State, wasn't I? I mean, I, I thought I said like thirty four twenty four. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even remember us doing one for Oklahoma State. And yeah, let's just. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's gonna be a shot in the dark. I mean, I think we can put up thirty on these guys. Thirty to what? Thirty to ten. I'm gonna go way out on a limb. All right. What are you gonna say? Um, let's just say. I don't know, because Brock is just on fire right now. Yeah, I know. Brock I is mean, on fire. Right. Reese really, like he played really, like he played had big moments when he, we needed him. But I don't know if he can, if he can. Have a couple of breakout touchdowns. It could get uh, it get ugly fast, and especially if their quarterback has been getting mauled. Especially when we have the best pass rusher in the nation, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be depend on if pretty it continues to be solid and complete. This completion percentage is like eighty to eighty five percent in the last couple of games, which is absolutely ridiculous. And uh, so, I'll just say, well, yeah, just twenty eight to. Six, boy. If either one, of, if we're either either one of those are right, it's going to be a pretty low stress, low stress game. But yeah, we yeah. So yeah, and there's other games around the league. Uh, Texas versus Baylor is a huge one for us. We need. I, don't, I think we need Baylor to get beat by Texas 
It's at at Baylor. Texas has already lost a couple, and they're just gonna. Who's Oklahoma guy? Oklahoma. I'm not sure. I looked it up earlier today. I don't remember. It's not. Yeah, I don't know. So Texas. Hopefully they'll take care of business. I know Sam Sleese is gonna get tickets in the same row as us. Uh, oh boy! I know he won't be as obnoxious. That's as your that's your cousin that is a that was born in Texas that is a Texas fan. That will be interesting. Uh, he won't be as obnoxious as the Iowa fan that sat by us. So. No, he there. That would that's a they go, Texas is at Baylor. Oklahoma is at home against Texas Tech. Yeah, with their new coach. Yeah. Or new Kansas goes. Uh, Kansas is at Oklahoma. So yeah, State. if you're a Texas, if you're a Texas Tech player, right, you're on Sunday. You're uh, you. That's when you usually like review what happened on Saturday, and then you're getting you wake up on Monday. You're getting ready for Oklahoma, and then your head coach is just fired. Yeah, that's. Uh, what per- is Texas? I mean, I, I I don't follow Texas Tech close enough. They're I mean, five and three. They haven't made a bowl game in like five to six Mahomes. years, but they're only one game away. But like. Their last five, their last four games is against ranked opponents. Yeah. So, what about Iowa being a three and a half point favorite at, at Wisconsin? They're a favorite. Iowa's favored by three and a half. That game might be two to zero. Yeah. There's no offense. Yeah. Cincinnati's a 20, 26 point favorite. Good lord, they're gonna be, they're gonna be fun to add to yeah. Big Twelve, man. That's gonna be a especially lot of fun. for West Virginia. I was looking that way. It's like they'll finally have a road game they don't have to drive or fly to. Right. So, I also be I'll be interested to ask some West Virginia fans how they liked being the Big Twelve for the last couple of years because if you're like traveling to games, there you have to just fly everywhere, which yeah. would be pretty frustrating. So if you if you had money, would you put it on the Kansas Oklahoma State game? The spread is thirty one. Oklahoma State is going to relieve some some stress this weekend. I'm afraid on Kansas. I don't know. Maybe Kansas has turned a new I tide. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think it's a bad time to be playing. Playing Oklahoma State. I don't know if they stormed the field based on a close loss to Oklahoma. <laughs> that would be funny if a team storms the field after a loss. loss. Was, oh my God! The the, the players are the home players are probably tackling because they were forty two point underdogs yeah, and they almost won. So yeah. well, I don't know, but almost won. They were in, they were in at halftime, and they te- emailed about everyone in the state of Kansas to come to the game, begging them to come to the game. Yeah. Which I'm just so glad that our fan base, even when we were bad, we showed up. Like we didn't quit, and it's just we're paying, paying off. It's paying off now because like last week with Okie State game, that was so fun, and uh, hopefully we get get a lot of those in the future with Campbell. And uh, yeah, so yeah. that's about all we got. Yeah, well, have a safe drive, and we got to promote our guys again. I tell you what, Grandview Beef, uh, email me again this week, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Beef has gotten really expensive at the store, and they are not going to raise their prices okay. because they are in control of their stock. I mean, they're raising it. It is a farm-to-table group. So go support our friends at grandviewbeef.com. Um, make an order with them. Put in 10 beef sticks into your cart. Use the Sound the Sirens promo code STC, and you'll get those um, beef sticks for free. It's a great product. I just ordered another half um, that's going to be delivered to my door in may um it's a and you know we've always got plenty plenty of their product in our in our uh in our freezer and they're just really good people i like supporting companies that are really good people and we will never ever promote somebody that we do not use personally um so that's why i'm a big fan of grandview beef big fan of chewworks.com just got a new set of chews in for our dog 
um, this week. She loves them. She begs us for them every night. Um, and so if you've got a dog that likes to chew up stuff and you're concerned about them getting quality products, go to trueworks.com and use the promo code sound the sirens either place. You make an order here in the next week, we're going to give you a free shirt. Well, um, I've talked to both of them and they're going to tell us when an order comes through and we will uh, send you a free sound the siren shirt. So, all right. Well, hopefully we take care of business. It's a happy podcast. Uh, and you get home in one piece. Yep. So, yeah. yep. Go Cyclones. Go Cyclones. <laughs>